In the morning, when you need the news that matters most. They can kiss my f***ing ass right downtown and print it. You need the front page. All these mother editorials. On the press box. They're really, really behind you around here. My f***ing ass. With Graney and Bischoff. Rip them mother Rip them touchy suckers like the f***ing players. The front page is brought to you by Bonkers Comedy Club at the Suncoast. The Suncoast Hotel and Casino is the place to eat, drink, and laugh. Check out Bonkers Comedy every Saturday night with shows at 7 and 9.30. We'll have some tickets to give away to Bonkers Comedy Club. The Commanders beat the Bears in Thursday night football 12 to 7. The Bears actually completed a pass oh, on how about fourth this? and goal. How about this? But Darnell Mooney bobbled it, and by the time he secured it, he was back short out of bounds of the goal line. Oh. Uh, so ended on a completion, not an incompletion. <laughs> uh, just to give you the quarterback stats, not I don't know. You need him when it's twelve to seven. Carson Wentz was twelve of twenty-two for ninety-nine yards. Justin Fields did break a hundred, but only a hundred and ninety yards. Uh, that was horrible. Somehow that was worse than the week before yeah. with the Broncos running out there and scoring no touchdowns. I glanced over. This is before a lunatic ran down and talked about momentum to me. I glanced over to a phone uh, that Adam Hill had that had the game on. I watched like two seconds. I said, this is just horrid. Yeah. It's absolutely horrid. It was, it was pretty bad. The Bears had three drives inside the five-yard line and did not score yes. a point on Terrible. any of them. Had an interception go off a lineman's helmet. Had a uh, stop on four, two stops on fourth down, one being at the end of the game. But did you see afterwards Ron Rivera won the yes. game and got pissed talking to the media about Carson Wentz? Well, didn't someone insinuate he didn't want Wentz? Yeah. So the I, the the idea is that Dan Snyder wanted Carson Wentz, right? And Ron Rivera was did sort not. of given Carson Wentz. I have the power to make my own roster decisions, right? And that's basically what Ron Rivera did. Was like, I wanted Carson Wentz. He's like, I looked at the analytics. I watched the tape in Indy, which you probably shouldn't say that out loud. He sucks. <laughs> Like, if you're a coach and you have Carson Wentz, you should distance yourself from the fact that he's on your roster. He's been trying. Well, he did try, and now he's gone now so he's far gone. the other way. Well, he had to apologize because he yeah. hurt his feelings. Yeah. He's gone so far the other way. He's like, no, no, I wanted him here. And it's like, Team I, Storm off. It's like, I wouldn't admit that. Uh, yeah. But, and then he won the game, too. Yeah. That's very strange. Very strange. Were you happy to satisfy with the uh, effort that your team put out today? Max Crosby's baby. Oh, wait. I'm talking over it. All good. It's all good. It's already on. Max Crosby's baby was born on Thursday. Ella Rose Crosby, born during the bye week. You love this. Perfect timing. Yeah. Oh, baby killed it. Baby killed it. Was born at the right time. Born, born during the bye week. Yeah. As he said she would be. There's no there's no better time for the baby to be born. Don't be born during the actual week that you got to play a game. Does Max Crosby love his newborn daughter in your book? Based on the picture he okay. tweeted out, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, we're just double checking because you said more, we, people love their kids. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It, listen, if Max Crosby... <laughs> just saying. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Retires, go if he retires for a month here we go. and then comes back to football, then I'm going to say the same thing. If you retire for a month and then go right back to the sport, you don't like what you retired to. Correct. Crosby's picture is so cute, though. You see the little smile at her? Whole world's in her arms. The best. You and I, I love those pictures. how many men are out there now that have had a massage that perhaps occasionally there was a happy end. All right? Maybe there's nobody in your listening audience that that ever happened to. I do want to point out 
If it has happened, it's not a crime. We predicted this, right? So Deshaun Watson has been accused of sexually assaulting another massage therapist. This occurred in 2020. Uh, a woman claims that Deshaun Watson pressured her into performing oral sex. Like, we we talked about the NFL's suspension yeah. and, and them wanting the full year plus the, the indefinite tag. And this was why. Because, yeah, because more would come out. And so now Deshaun Watson is going to be back after 11 games. And we've already got one. There's potentially going to be more. Like, this is exactly why the NFL wanted a full season because... Who knows yes. what else is going to happen or what else is going to be revealed between now and the start of next season. And the NFL didn't get the full year. So now they've got to deal with this guy playing in what's like going to be week 13 of the season. And who knows what other accusations are going to come out against him. Long time for her to come out. No, everybody's on no. their own pacing and yeah. understanding All of right. what they've been through. Okay. The NFL cares about women though, people. Let me tell you, I feel the love. Oh, you want your mic on? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, they're going to sell pink Deshaun Watson jersey. Oh, God. Yep. Uh, It'll be great. Yeah, it's a good question. The Lakers signed Bryce Hamilton and then waved him two days oh, later. Oh, he got waved? Yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, Cofield's going to have a field day with that. Oh, I man. believe, I, I tried to read up and try to figure out what they're doing because the Lakers have done this with a couple of play, players where they signed them and then waved them immediately. I believe this is uh, basically them sort of claiming the rights to Bryce Hamilton. Like another team, I think, can come in and sign Bryce Hamilton outright to an NBA contract. But basically, I think this is the Lakers trying to claim the rights to Bryce Hamilton. And then if they want to offer him a legitimate NBA contract, they sort of have a leg up on the rest of the league and doing so. Well, Mark Spears tweeted behind, Hamilton's expected to open the season on their G League team. Okay. So that's what I think is going on here. It was more of a procedural thing. For the Lakers. Uh, also, yeah, Donovan Williams do signed an Exhibit 10 contract with the Brooklyn Nets. That is a, a fancy terminology for what's a, basically a tryout. Try yeah, he's going to try out. If he makes the roster, he'll be on the roster and get paid. If not, well, he could go to G League. Right, that's probably where he would end up as well. So, both UNLV players that went pro, Hamilton and Williams probably ending up in the G League or maybe on the actual fringe of an NBA roster. Next question. Uh, DJ Thomas has UNLV in his final six. He's a four-star point guard at Liberty High School here in Vegas. He's in the class of 2024, so he would not be coming to UNLV next season to be the season after that. Uh, the final six with UNLV for DJ Thomas. Houston, UCLA, Gonzaga, Arizona, and Florida. Is this just him being nice? His quote about UNLV, oh, they were they, oh, family. They yeah. were my very first offer, my hometown <laughs> dad's, offer. Dad's just like, yeah, family. And it's my dad's alma mater. I've always had a great relationship with the coaching staff that's been there over the last year. They're great people over there and building something special. Oh, he didn't uh, say family. He did not say family. Oh, he's not coming. I do believe UNLV's on there just because he's being nice. That quote does not jump out to me as, hey, I'm coming to UNLV. Especially, I've always had a great relationship with the coaching staff that's been over there. The coaching staff completely changed outside of Kevin Kruger. It's, it's completely new. Three new assistant coaches. Yeah. So if he had said, I've had a great relationship with Kruger, then maybe. But the coaching staff's completely new. I've always had a really good relationship with, you know, that, that guy who's always there. So let's I, pick a school. I'll go with the Zags. 
Okay. Uh, if if they're offering, yeah. Can I cheat, can I cheat and look up the 24-7 crystal ball, or do I just have to give you one no. right now? Oh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, Houston is what my guess is. Okay. I don't know why, oh, but I'm, I'm going with Houston. Would he not get any playing time with Gonzaga? I mean, Julian Strother went to Gonzaga, didn't play in his first year, played a little bit in his second year. And now, now I think he was all WCC yeah. preseason. So maybe he can go to Gonzaga, sit a year, and then play. Great question. Thank you. The NFL will not vote on Dan Snyder's future at next week's meeting. Uh, they got owners meetings next week. And according to The Athletic, they are not expected to vote on, like, taking the team from Dan Snyder or keeping him in the league. Is that because they're all afraid of his blackmail? I was going to say, they're all going to get together and say, what do you think he has on you? What do you think he has on you, Jared? They all have stuff. You don't get to that yeah. point without doing some people dirty and trying to bury it. And so I bet they're all very afraid. That's why he's still in there in general. Would have been gone years ago. I still don't believe Dan Snyder has anything. Really? I don't think he has anything. You don't think he knows I, anything about these other dudes? I mean, I don't think he knows Jerry anything Jones significant enough. He has an illegitimate child that he that is suing him, and none of us, we don't talk, like, it's not that big of a deal. None of, we haven't talked about it. I don't think he's got anything significant enough that would actually cause any problems. I don't believe him. I think it's, I think it's a fake blackmail he might have something that he thinks is serious but it's like up oh. does the truth matter these days though couldn't he just like pull out some garden variety story and create a smear campaign for the nfl which is ultimately what they're trying to avoid he could try i don't think it's dan it's the, he's the wrong messenger like if yeah, he, who, if, who would believe him if dan snyder if it was like oh the nfl was voted to take right to force him to sell yeah and then he came out and was like well you Roger should hear Goodell what I have on the this. Atlanta Falcons owner. I think there'd be a lot of skepticism as to what he actually had. Because I, I don't believe him. I don't think he's got anything legitimate. He, mm. whatever, hired private investigators to follow NFL owners around? Yeah, I don't think he's got anything. Yeah, well, it is him. All he found out is that they have eyes wide shut style parties. And it's like, yeah, of course they do. They're billionaires. You see eyes wide shut? Don't know what that is. Oh, my God. <laughs> I haven't seen it either. Don't feel bad. Really? Oh, oh. oh. Thought it was group a group watch party. No, thanks. Yeah, also, I don't want to watch that in the group. Yeah. That's a great, great question. If you told me Eyes Wide Shut was a band, I would have believed no. that, too. We I, have tickets, probably, With actually. Eyes Wide Open, <laughs> or we'll, have, arms. We have, we'll have tickets next Hold week Hold on, for wait, that. wait, wait. All right, so the Devil Wears Prada <gasps> is a... That's a band. Great film! Is, is a band, but oh. have you seen the movie? No. Uh, no. I've seen, I've seen the band. Which one? He's seen the band, but he uh, hasn't Speaking seen the of Andrea... <laughs> It's uh, Anne Hathaway's character's name, Andrea. Yeah. Meryl Streep's name? in it. The Her Devil name's... Wears Prada. Yeah. Meryl Streep plays basically Anna Wintour. Dreams? <laughs> what did Devil, you say? Devil what? Wears Prada. What? Oh, yeah. Devil Wears Prada. That. What happened? Where did you, you, did you go there? Did you have a stroke? Did you go into the closet <laughs> yes. where all the beautiful shoes are and all the labels are before you go to Paris? Yeah, I watched that. I watched that a long time That's ago. That's such a good movie. Out. Emily Blunt is perfect in that movie. I'm a huge fan. You watch it? No, no, but there's a band called The Devil Wears Prada, and I've seen them. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what okay. I'm saying, is that he, he he's more likely to have seen eyes. <laughs> What's more important, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days or Devil Wears Prada? Well, there's not a band named How to Lose Ooh. a Guy in 10 Days. Gosh, I'm still trying to get this not willing to do Tyler right watches a movie off segment off the like off the ground and i'm glad that i have Lindsay as a backer i'm watching house of the dragon i can talk about that mm. there you go i'm a couple episodes behind you're, i gotta catch up you're watching something that's insanely popular no that's that's not what i want i'm still involved with Dahmer. are that's you serious that's a weird thing to say 
you're still what? in. No balls. wonder you're calling people at 12:30 a.m. <laughs> searching for answers or at least some comfort. I just, My I'm God. scared. Is that? I'm scared. You see episode four. <laughs> Is that? I just a, need to talk to somebody. Is that as uncomfortable to watch as I've heard people describe it? Yes. It is? I can only go one episode. Well, it's Bonnie and I. We can only go one episode at a time. There's no binge-watching Dahmer. You wouldn't come out. You'd never come out of the house again if you binge-watched it. Could not do it. Doesn't sound fun. All right. Front page brought to you by Bonkers Comedy Club. Suncoast Hotel and Casino is the place to eat, drink, and laugh. Check out Bonkers Comedy every Saturday night with shows at 7 and 9.30. I thought about Barry Bonds. I mean, that was some Barry Bonds type stuff there. I mean, that was the ultimate respect. And uh, Bregman rises to the occasion, too. That's why I got Bregman hitting behind Verdon, because all you need in that situation is a base hit. And uh, um, yeah, that was right away. I've seen that a bunch of times. You're sitting in the press box with the Grady and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Follow them on Twitter at Grady and Bischoff underscore Tyler. And I'm going to read you a tweet from August 1st of 2016. The Dodgers today acquired right-handed reliever Josh Fields from the Astros in exchange for minor league first baseman Jordan Alvarez. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Another bad decision by us. <laughs> Another bad decision. Much like pitching Tony Gonsolin tonight. You don't even know if that's going to be bad. It'll be fine. I'm predicting it. Uh, so yesterday, the Astros beat the Mariners 4-2. to two. Jordan Alvarez hit a two-run home run in the sixth inning. The Astros went from down 2-1 to up 3-2. Jordan Alvarez is now the first player in postseason history to have multiple go-ahead home runs in the sixth inning or later while his team is trailing. I mean, congratulations. Pretty You're good. up 2 I don't know what you want me to say. You're up 2-0. <laughs> He's good. We traded him away for... Who did we get back? Josh Fields. Oh, Josh Fields. Yeah, yeah. reliever. It made a, it made a like big difference. Three years, yeah. yeah. And then he got... Torched by the Astros in the World Series, too. Went very well for you. Yeah. Um, the funniest part, though, isn't that Jordan Alvarez hit a home run in this game. It's that in the bottom of the eighth, with a runner on first and two outs, the Mariners intentionally walked Jordan Alvarez, and then Alex Bregman singled on the next pitch to score yeah, a run anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Ultimate momentum swing there. Were you screaming, or did you just accept the win, and you knew they were going to win? All right, so yesterday... Uh, my girlfriend was driving home from work during the game and she called me to let me know, Hey, I'm on my way home. She's like, ah, there's some accident. So I've got to, it'll got to go a different way. She called me during the Jordan Alvarez at bat. Which one during the home, <laughs> the run? home run, the home run. And so like she, she called me and she's like, Hey, I'm headed home. And I was like, all right, I'm watching the Astros. She's like, okay. And then she started telling me like, Oh, there's traffic or whatever. And, uh-huh. and then he hit the home run and I was like, Okay, see you. See you when you get here, and hung up the phone. Then you, you hung up in mid sentence. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then it was yeah. your worst nightmare because a kid caught the ball, and you don't want any happiness in that. Uh, in that kid, sphere, kid can catch the ball. That's Ooh. fine. Okay, I got no problem with a kid catching the ball. My problem is like, if you catch a ball, you are now obligated to give it to the closest that's kid. My that was my question was, are you that douchebag that's like, no, I caught it. No, no, I've I tell my girlfriend if she's with me at a baseball game, if I catch it, I'm giving it to you. That way, I don't have to give it to a kid. So That's what I mean. You, you were you were stadium. incensed at the fact that the kid got the gift. No, no, the, the kid can catch. Somebody no, give you it want to no him? happiness for no, the no. children. Kids can be happy. Okay, just not, no, just not around of, you. Not at the expense of my happiness. Oh, okay. That's that's the key. I'm very Why selfish. does it make you mad though if your happiness is based on someone else catching the ball? 
No, no, I don't care who catches it. K- kid catches the ball. Great. I'm just saying. No, an adult catches it, turns, right. and there's like a 10-year-old. Oh, Hands listen. the ball 10-year-old. Like, why are you upset? I'm not upset about that. Yeah. Oh. I just don't want the obligation that if I catch it, I have to give it oh. to some kid. I don't want that obligation. You don't want that. He, 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 don't doesn't, want that he doesn't want to shoulders. negate everybody's happiness. He just wants to keep his for himself. Exactly. Right. Yeah. He wants he, to keep it yeah. contained. Be happy. Just as if it, he if it doesn't affect He wants baseball me. to die with our generation. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Because uh, the guy who caught uh, the walk-off home run by Alvarez in game one, he got to meet Jordan Alvarez and get his signature. He tried to give the ball back to him, and Jordan told him, no, you keep the ball. It's not like it's the 700th home run of his career. It's not that big of a deal, right? But that guy got to, if he gave it to some little six-year-old, he wouldn't have gotten to meet Jordan Alvarez. You would never give that ball, would you? No. You kidding me? Of course not. There's a 10-year-old crying right next to you, has the asshole shirt and a little hat on. Of course not. What if he went up to you and asked you? With yeah, like what if the he asked eye, you? Gave you the puppy dog eyes. What would you say? Like, would you be mean? Puppy dog eyes do not. Sir, Real puppy dog eyes This is do. my first game ever. Yeah. Um, my and he's my favorite player. He's got a little Alvarez shirt on. I'd be like, guess who my favorite player is right now? Too? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You're like the guy who waits in line to sit on Santa's lap and all the kids have to wait and wait for you to be done. Except there's a line and you're waiting next to kids, so I wouldn't do that in the yeah. first place. You're I avoiding it. Did you have to do that? Did- uh, I don't think so. I think I maybe did it when I was younger, but as I, I got older, I think my mom just knew better. Ed, did you make your kids go to the mall and wait in line to sit on Santa's lap for a picture? Yeah. <laughs> now, it, it, when you're like, wait, when did you stop? Five or less. Oh, I feel like yeah, you got to do it. You got to like do when it. Got older. Okay, so no. and they're still an accessory. So like you're talking earlier. The no. problem in my family is that my older brother and sister are. Uh, my older sister's five years older than me. My older brother's seven years older than me. And then I have a younger sister who's two years. So there's nine years between youngest and oldest. So my my youngest sister, she's like. Eight years old, we're still going, even though my oldest brother is sixteen. So and he, he had to take on, him, didn't sit on the lap. No, we, me, and my younger sister would sit on the lap, and then the older siblings would like stand next to the chair with for Santa. the picture. Did you yeah. do the family photos in one soup as well of the, the the camera station that was in every single mall? We never. I don't remember doing like family photos with the parents. Really, I don't think we ever did. The stage photos just, were huge in the nineties. It was always early just odds. we're going to get a picture with Santa. Yeah. You send out cards. My mom always sent out cards, but it always somehow ended up like after Christmas. <laughs> like, no, no. Do you send out cards now? Uh, my fiance likes doing that. So, yes, we okay. do. Okay. All right. Uh, it's a collective we there. Pictures of you guys <laughs> or different cards? Uh, usually pictures of us from right. dogs, too. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you got to do the family yeah, update. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. The it'll what? Be... The family update. Don't oh. you have that? That's, that's oh. why you send you the. You do that? No, no, no. My girlfriend's mother does. Seasons greetings oh, with from the, with the, the letter? Brown oh, family. Yes. There's a letter. We oh, have to yeah. write our own paragraph every Are year. Are you serious? Oh, to be yeah. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen them. I didn't know it was a family, like. Oh, yeah. I wonder if it's changed uh, with social media own. since everybody's just like in each other's business all the time. It but it's, it's it's your own personal like pat on the back because you're you're. Oh, I mean, yeah. you're a journalist. Yeah. So you just write your own story. Yeah. It's great. Look how awesome my year has been. Timmy won the spelling bee. Tyler doesn't care. <laughs> I do not. Does care. not no. care. I'm not reading anybody else's little letter about <laughs> how their life is going. Just scanning for the T-Y. Like, I, am I mentioned in here? If I care about you, I will already know what has happened in your year. Wow. Because oh. I will That's a grand statement. You. Yeah, I don't need... It's a big statement. If I, if I only find out what happened in your life because you sent me a Christmas letter, I don't care about you. 
Susie's doing great in the third grade. That's right. I don't care. <laughs> oh. I do not care at all. Now, maybe you need to send it to me because I've forgotten things that you told me earlier in the year. Like, that absolutely happens. Yeah. But, no. Yeah, the, the Christmas letters, absolutely a thing. They're like, ah, so-and-so started a new job. That's the yeah. future mother-in-law? Yep. We uh-huh. invested in that. a Peloton this year. So We're much. feeling great. Oh, yeah. She's all uh, all about oh, the yeah. Christmas. Hey, don't letter. rip that during the uh, during the pandemic. <laughs> Did you invest during the pandemic? Yeah. Yes. Oh yes. God, they just swindled so many people. So many. How many times do you use it? Uh, during the pandemic, a lot. Yeah, a lot. But it now, hasn't now sustained. Now it's gathering dust. Yeah. Now it's gathering dust. I'll pay you fifty bucks for it. Oh, you don't know my wife with what she paid for that thing. Well, now I got your phone number, so hopefully the next step is to meet your wife. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. You can. Uh, Hi, actually, Lindsay. Can I have your Can I have <laughs> can your Peloton have your for fifty dollars? <laughs> you can negotiate while he's asleep. That's true. This is probably the best well, negotiation tactic I could have because I'm a pushover. I'm, uh, either that, I'm calling you. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. calls it's you twelve thirty at night. Yeah, yeah. He calls you at I two in the morning. I got a better offer for you. You offer like fifty bucks, and Ed in his sleep will be like, "Yeah, well, yeah, exactly." <laughs> then you'd be at the Sold! house. Yeah, and then you're over the next oh, morning. I'd be in trouble for that. <laughs> I mean, I got fifty dollars. Look, I recorded it. <laughs> he we, said yes. What we paid for that thing? Oh, three Ooh. grand. I'm not at liberty to ah, say. I'm all right, in the all ballpark. Right. <laughs> so give me, so give me this. Uh, Peloton information. Did every do you every time you write it? Do you have to have the screen of like somebody else riding the bike? You have to have the training, subscription. Like the, the coach. I do. Yes, I do the trainer. I don't do the ride through the countryside of the you know the deers and the and the little bunnies. I get <laughs> the, the coach. Bunny. The scenic drive. <laughs> I get the coach, and I do usually with Lindsay's favorite uh, type of music. Yeah? yeah, you listen to bangers. You listen to some house, some clubs, ba- punches. Oh God. <laughs> Country. I would last thirty seconds. I'd be like, I'm veering off into the ditch. This is the best case the w- scenario. Throw the helmet off. Who cares? The worst with Peloton is you really get in the workout. You start doing it well, and then the wireless in your house goes out. Oh, literally just too like Jesus brutal. takes the wheel to like bumps. <laughs> okay, I got two questions for you. First off. Is country music any good to like? I'm working out. You have to remix it. You have to remix it with a Vici or like old Kid Cudi. Like it's a must. Like I, of all, of all the genres of music, like I dug my key into this. Right. I just how do you how do you get up for that? All right, who's, um, who's singing? Going, is it a Luke Bryan playlist? Like, Luke Bryan. Luke, Luke Bryan. Yeah. I went yeah. to one of his concerts. The only song I knew was the national anthem. <laughs> I was very drunk. Second question. <laughs> Actually, hold on. They play the national anthem? Don't yeah, answer that. Exactly. Second question. I was like, what kind of establishment is this? Second question. Oh. How often does the Wi-Fi go out in your house? Oh, I had to get a new... We had a same router for... Let's see, my kids, I'm trying to think how old they are when we got that router. I'm not kidding you. My bios. We had the same fiber. router for... She's 21. Uh, 17, 16, 17 years. Jesus. So finally, it started going out, and I said I need a new one. And our company—I won't name the company; I don't want to throw them under the bus completely. Overnighted us a new one, and it's—I'd say seventy thirty now. Oh, I was going to no. say because you still complain about like Thursday night football and Amazon yeah. Prime not yeah. working. Yes. Circle, yes. Buffering right? circle, yep. buffering tell, circle, right? Buffering circle. Tell them to send you another one that's even better. <laughs> Overnight me another I love yeah. it when they call you and say we have an upgraded modem for you and then they just send you the same one. Yeah. I had a, <laughs> like literally exact it, it literally, model. It, it literally I think was the same model. <laughs> it took me to... time enough just to get the password down. If they send oh. me another one, I will be and our password is written on a uh, on a piece of paper on a board. Yeah, notes we, on it. If we ever use that lose that, 
I'm done. Oh, jeez. Come <laughs> on, No man. chance. Well, there, it's like a 50-word password with numbers and letters and <sighs> exclamation points. All right. Coming up next, Danny Webster joins the show. Bischoff's Briefs. Son, I didn't understand a word you just said. Bischoff's Briefs. Hey, thanks. That is not a compliment. Ah, I disagree. Bischoff's Briefs. Okay, well, that was just a list of complete nonsense, but you're not totally wrong. Are Joining us now from the Las Vegas Sun is Danny Webster. Um, hold on one second before we get to Danny. Uh, Fernando tweeted at us. Lovely Fernando. He said, you never answer the phone during a game ever. Um, and I, I actually think this is the smartest thing Fernando's ever said to us. Um, I regret answering the phone during a baseball game yesterday. Ed, do you answer the phone during a game? Oh, yeah. Okay. I just talk to people because <laughs> I don't like half of them. So if it's ringing, I probably like the person. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Danny, you're watching your favorite team play. Are you answering the phone if it rings? Uh, it would have to depend on the magnitude of the situation. Um, but nine times out of ten, I'm going to say no. Okay. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I did. It was my girlfriend. So that was she's probably the only person I would have actually picked the that, phone up for in that scenario. That's pretty important. That yeah. is pretty important. Otherwise, like if it was, even if it was like my dad, I would have said, nah, I'm not answering yeah, the phone. Yeah. Dad, dad, dad's gonna, dad's gonna know. Yeah. Cause he's probably watching the same game as me is the problem. So just exactly. I'll talk to you afterwards. All right. Um, I'll give you this. Just, uh, you go wherever you want with this question. Is Paul Cotter actually like good? I think, I think so. Yeah. Uh, he is, he is someone who I think has worked his way to becoming, I don't know whether the main, a mainstay is the right word, but he is definitely showing that he can play on this team. It's it's the way that he's continued to evolve his game since really his first training camp. He used to be a guy that was always known for being making the hustle plays, making the, the right reads, whether to cherry pick in the neutral zone. Now he's kind of put it together. He's put the scoring touch together. He's playing a really solid defensive game as well he's very responsible in his own zone i i i think he's been the guy that's been wanting to scratch the surface for a little bit and now i think in bruce cassidy's system we're finally seeing that pay off so i i do think he is someone that could be very very good for this team and of course you know nine games in there's a lot more to play but you know he he's looked good there's no denying that so he's not the odd man out. I don't think so. No, I think the fact that he played in all seven preseason games was consistent in each and every one of them. And then you get him in the in the opener in L.A., you put him on the fourth line. He plays as well as he did on that fourth line. The fourth line in general was really good in L.A. And then to give him a bump with Carlson and Marcesol on Thursday night and him play as well as he did in 12 minutes of action, I definitely think that the more reps he's given, the more he continues to believe that he deserves to be on the team. So I definitely do not think he's the odd man out. Who has more goals at the end of the season, Paul Cotter or Phil Kessel? Oh, that's a good question. Oof. <sighs> you can say it. You're allowed to say it, Danny. It's fine. Yeah, no, I know. You know what? I, I think I, 
you know what, it wouldn't surprise me if it was Paul Cotter just for the fact that I think Kessel is just going to be dishing assists all year if he stays on that top line. So I might have to go with Cotter, especially if he stays with Carlson and Marshall, to be honest with you. But it, it'll be a close race, honestly. Do you think Kessel actually stays on that top line? Like, what do you think his role is ultimately in five on five for this team? Yeah, that's a good question. I think ultimately. Like, if we're looking maybe a couple months down the road, I ultimately think that they'll want to try Marshall with Eichel and Smith, and they'll want to move Kessel back to the third line. I know Cassidy has tried that a couple times before, and honestly, I think that might be the way they go, just because it's not a slight against Phil Kessel. He's going to be a motivated guy all year to want to get back to the playoffs and try and win again. But it defensively, at 5-on-5, five five, that's going to be the biggest issue. And if he's not up to par in his own zone, then that's going to be a problem. So ultimately, I think he'll probably go to the third line if Carlson is still there. Give you our hot take from opening the show. Is Logan Thompson good enough to be a top 10 goalie in the league? Top 10? I think, are we talking this year or are we talking about in general? No, this year. Could he be a top 10 goalie? This year? Well, I did say in my bold predictions that he would finish top five in the Calder, so take that with what you will. Um, I think that that could possibly lead him to being a top ten goalie. Um, there's just so much parity within the net this year, I think, around the league. And when you look at some teams that might have question marks, if Logan Thompson could reasonably play 50, 55 games and – win a good number of them, I wouldn't see why you wouldn't want to put him as a top 10 goalie. So on the idea of his playing time, like we talked to Bruce Cassidy on our show yesterday, and he said that he would like Logan Thompson to play 60% of their games this season. Um, And that's obviously with Logan Thompson being, you know, good and not being bad. But if, if he's going to be good, like let's say for example, the first game of the season, like let's say that's bad Logan Thompson, like that's the floor for him, that's as bad as it gets, then he's going to be a really good goalie. How many games should he play? Because it's not like Aiden Hill or even Laurent Brossois are really proven good goalies in the NHL. They're sort of both backup goalies. Should they be trying to get Logan Thompson more games if he is going to be this good? I think so, because it, it it's an interesting situation. I always go back to what Bruce did in Boston, right? And I mean, it's a completely different situation when you're working with, you know, a, an unproven rookie, but with high potential in Jeremy Swayman, and then you have Linus Allmark as your backup, and then Tuka Rask was sprinkled in in between for a few starts. It, you're in a position right now where you do have two unprovens as far as Hill goes, because he's never really played more than 20 games, and then Laurent Brassois, we don't know exactly where his health is. Right now, your most experienced goalie and probably your best goalie is the one that's played 20 games for you in his NHL career and has two shutouts to his name already. And he's looking like he's settling into his own through two starts. So I'm not saying ride the hot hand as far as you can go, but I definitely do think that if you are the Golden Knights, your your best bet has always been to see what to see what Logan Thompson can give you. And if he can give you, you know, 60 to 70% starts and do well with them, I think that's the way you have to roll with it. So is last night kind of the norm of how they're going to win games? Is that what we're going to expect more and more? I think we're going to see a little bit more goal scoring. I definitely think we're going to see that. I mean, they put up 37 shots last night, and a lot of, a lot of them weren't as 
high danger chances as they were Tuesday in L.A., but that, that offense is humming along really well, putting a lot of good quality shots on that. Alex Daylock was just really good last night. I, I think the fact that they're winning games one nothing. And I know that it's Chicago, and you know that's not really the the, the standard barrier right now in, in terms of opposition. But given the fact that they did win a game one nothing, if we're looking at you know teams from yesteryear, maybe a one nothing game is probably going the other way because things aren't working as well as they are in the offensive zone. And right now, they're putting up a lot of shots, they're putting up a lot of quality chances, goalies are making a lot of saves, but they're not breaking down. They're not you know faltering toward the end so I, th- I think the fact that they can win these one nothing two one games it's going to bode well for them I don't know if that's going to be the norm going forward but at least it is a good sign to see will they score an empty net goal this year uh I think if I had to guess I'm probably sure Bruce Cassidy is putting them through empty net drills uh today <laughs> wait is there point. a drill for that just Shoot just from the blue line it, into the net. Fire it at the net and hope for the best. That's basically the drill. Because, uh, you know, Bruce, Bruce's strategy is he wants the puck to go in the net. Um, but, yes, I, I do think they will score at least uh, one parenthesis number one uh, empty net goal this year. I, I hope that this is somehow a narrative where they have a lead enough where they get empty nets a lot, but they never actually score an empty net goal. It'll be fun. Uh, he is Danny Webster. game 82 for a playoff. So oh. that, that's how it's going to go. He's Danny Webster from the Las Vegas Sun. Danny, we appreciate it. Thanks, Danny. Always, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, so there's Danny Webster. Um, I would thoroughly enjoy their next practice. The media be like, yep, they're just shooting from center ice into an empty net for 45 <laughs> minutes to see if they can actually do this. All right. We've got tickets to give away to go see the Scorpions. If you want to go see the Scorpions on October 21st, we got two tickets for you right now. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. That is 702-364-1100. You'll win two tickets to go see the Scorpions at Michelob Ultra Arena. 702-364-1100. We'll take caller number three. We always get told that we're almost there. We're almost there. Like me personally, I'm tired of being almost there. I'm tired of being, you know, just just this close. Uh, I feel like I've been hearing it for so long now. But um, at the end of the day, all you can do is get back to work. It's the press box with Brady and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Lindsey Brown in studio this morning with us. Um, I got uh, two soccer things to ask you about here. First thing, have you seen the FIFA statement that fans are not going to be allowed to take off their shirt in Qatar? I have not seen that. Okay. No. So what is the reasoning behind this, or should I ask? Public indecency, probably. It's Qatar. Yeah. And it's Qatar, okay. Yeah. They, they don't want people taking their shirts off in the crowd, which... Um, could be a problem because lots of soccer fans like to take their shirts off. Like that's that's a fairly regular occurrence. So no body paint then either. That is not as regular of an occurrence in soccer. No. No. So I'm that's what to, I would do. I'm trying to remember the last time I saw a soccer fan with just body paint. That is definitely American. It's economical. I don't, we don't even do that in our other sports, do we? People football people paint? football people do it all the time. Yeah, yeah, College but outside kids. of football. Outside of football. Basketball uh, student section will. Yep. Yes. But like NBA games, nobody's coming to body mm, not paint. A, not a lot not, of body paint Not there. a whole lot. I've seen yeah. people get a haircut at an NBA game, though. Live? It summer, summer League. Didn't somebody get like their haircut during Summer League this year? It was like a whole bit. A player? 
No, like just somebody oh. in the stands like brought their barber with and just like sheared I, it up. I think I saw this. Yeah, it was pretty fantastic. Is, can you get in the stadium or in the I, I would think those? it would set off the metal detectors. Yeah, the scissors. But like, What's happening right? with the scissors? Or, or the maybe they're like the scissors you can't have, but the but the razor you can. So here clippers. in the U.S., you can bring your whole barber kit in, but in Qatar you can't, <laughs> you can't take, take your shirt, shirt off. off. At least they have like designated yeah. drunken areas though, because they're not big drinkers over there, and at least not in public. So they're going to say, if you are inebriated, we're going to put you in this area for a while until you sober up, and we release you back into the wild. Um. But here's probably my favorite part of this. They are going to have 15,000 cameras to monitor the stadiums in Qatar. Black mirror. To <laughs> see if people take shirts off? And every other rule they're going to try to enforce, yeah. We're just watching, just observing. This, this is from, to make sure supporters follow the rules, each stadium will be bristling with 15,000 cameras. Controlled from a NASA style center. Jeez. <laughs> like I said, this is a Black Mirror episode. So there, there was a World Cup qualifier. God, who played in that game? Was it Senegal? I think it was the game that Senegal got into the World Cup on. There were legitimately 30, 40, 50 fans with laser pointers. Oh. And were nonstop shining them on the opponent. On the like, opponent. Normally. Yeah. If there's a laser pointer, the ref will sort of stop the game and either, you know, the person with it will just stop the laser pointer or they'll try to go find him and kick him out. There were so many that the ref was like, we just got to play. It. Just got to play through right. it. Right. It was like, we, I mean, we can try, but we're, we're going to be here for an hour waiting. If we do that, we just got to play. That's a scenario where you'd be like, ah, 15,000 cameras would be nice. We can locate every single person that has that. But this is going to be 15,000 cameras to make sure you keep your shirt on <laughs> during the game. Um, so, yeah. And here's the other part. Uh, I don't know what the fine is for taking your shirt off. But there, if you litter, the fine is $2,400. Oh, my or goodness. I should say 2,400 euros. And they're going to have cameras watching to see if anyone throws down a hot dog wrapper yeah yeah so i wonder you know you walk by the trash can you go to toss it in and you and miss it sort of bounces off the back and you just don't pick it up is that twenty four hundred dollars i think in qatar it might be oh man that's rough you tried to throw it away but you failed so yeah there's uh some strict rules there i wonder how they're going to learn all these rules because we had another rule yesterday about extracurricular activity and that wasn't good extracurricular activity what now is that what I think that's what. Care to expand? We're not not talking to four year olds, Ed. You can say sex Sex? on the radio. What? (laughs) Who told you? She's from the Midwest, Dad. (laughs) We started getting sex ed in third grade. We learned them young. Minnesota? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotta keep people on the straight and narrow. Education, Ed. Yep. No private school here. It's good old Mounds U school this year. Oh, it's private schools all the way through. Were you? One through twelve, Lindsay. Yeah. When did you one get your 12. first uh, experience with sex education at school? I don't know if we ever did. Well, well you, don't there's you always, that. Don't you well, always have those health classes? Don't you always have those health classes at some point? Yeah, that's what I would figure. But, but not I mean, in the third grade. <laughs> so Miss anyway, there's extracurricular year. activity. You could go to jail. Was that what we said you yesterday? If you're if you're married, it's okay. If you're single, right. it's not okay. Right, and you go to jail. For, yeah. Someone said, Jared, did you say ten years yesterday? Life. Oh, it was life. Yeah, I just simply wouldn't. It was life. I just like would not 
explore that. Not and go I to would jail just, or not? I just sex. wouldn't not take the risk. I just wouldn't take the risk. It's so, not that hard of a sacrifice. Here's okay. Here's an actual I mean, uh, journalism question for you, Ed. Ooh. Uh-oh. Fox <laughs> has the broadcast rights to this World Cup in Qatar. And there are a lot of um, issues with this World Cup being in Qatar. They used uh, basically slave labor to build the stadiums. Lots of people Mass died slaves. building the stadiums. Mm-hmm. Displaced people. Um, there's, we're, we're joking about the not taking your shirt off, but there are legitimate issues for laws in Qatar. Fox has the broadcast rights to this. Yesterday, Fox said that they are not going to do any coverage, any conversation, any discussion about the rules about the well, they'll probably talk about the rules like taking your shirt off, but they are not going to talk about, hey, they effectively use slave labor to build these stadiums. Hey, I don't know what the number is, but hundreds, thousands, maybe if people died not surprised while building that. these. You surprised? I'm not surprised, <laughs> but do you this feel like Fox. Fox has a responsibility to bring up those stories while broadcasting the World Cup? Well, of course they do. And it's almost like it goes to the. Uh, co- comparison of NBA and China, mm-hmm. where nobody talks about that, and it should be talked about, but because of the money and the agreements and how much money everyone's making, that's why they right. don't. The the simple logic is that Fox paid Billions? a lot of money to FIFA to have the broadcast yeah. rights in the United States, and if I am Fox, I don't want to like if I'm Fox, I don't want my viewer who's tuning in to watch the United States play England or whatever game. I don't want my viewer tuning in to get hit over the head right before that game with thousands of people died watching or building this stadium. Here's Christian Pulisic, <laughs> right? Like I understand, like I completely understand why Fox is because you're going to broadcast the games as usual, but it does feel disingenuous. And it goes back to, I think the criticism Fox probably deserves some if they just completely ignore it the whole time because they're going to have plenty of pregame and postgame where they can do stuff on it. But the real criticism for this doesn't really lay for Fox and their broadcast. It's FIFA. Like, that's where it belongs. The criticism belongs with FIFA for effectively taking a bribe, probably, to put this in Qatar where they had to build, like, five stadiums just to host it.